welcome back to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with Jared, King of the Slams. Uh, we really need to get in some sketches, but I just want to throw out a couple of quick things. Um, I was watching, as I said, when we were talking to Mark Allen, um, and I was watching, I don't know, I had like fresh eyes, and I noticed two things. Um, Andy Samberg's character in the That's a Chunky sketch, do you know what his name is? Uh... Uh, I do. I just watched it today. Um, Claire, I think, is the woman, right? It's Colleen. Colleen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, His name is um, is Paul. Oh. So I think Tim Robinson might hate someone named Paul because yeah, that's true. Um, Zach's character in Focus Group, also named Paul. Um, I also, and I, I didn't really put this together when he said it, but I think Steve bolted movie interviewed him said that they shot the clown on the couch the day he shot oh um from from the bozo sketch yeah 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 i didn't realize that okay i I think it's i think it's the same couch what yeah i need to double check i haven't had the chance to like look at it again so if anyone wants to like let us know via social media we're getting a lot of social media chatter um which is really fun Um, i love it i I love it i want people to keep it up we'll keep you know shutting up people on the show um and i I just want to apologize during the mark ellen interview i implied our our listeners cannot read uh that was that was told in jest uh i i assume that everyone was projecting that was projecting damn it (laughs) um yeah, no, I, I assume all listeners have above average intelligence and humor. So I just want to throw that, that is, up. I, I actually believe that. I do um, believe that. It wasn't just yeah. some BS apology. Um, all right. So this poll, who are you most excited to see in season two? Okay. This is going to be really hard. Um, okay. So um, the options are Sam Richardson, Bob mm. Odenkirk, mm. Patty Harrison, mm. Tim Heidecker. Okay. Mike O'Brien, also known as Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> and the other is, uh, the, the also is other, but obviously you're not going to guess other. Um, so I, I'll tell you, the, the competition between the top four is crazy close. So just I, just I, guess. I, I'm a Sam Richardson stan, so I, I, I'm going to pick him every time. Yeah, so he was actually tied with Tim Heidecker for third. What? Um, Tied for uh, in second place, Patty Harrison, and uh, in first place, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I mean, is, Bob Odenkirk is new. I get it. He's amazing. Uh, and he's amazing. Yeah. And he's like so a comedy legend, too, and he's moved over to drama. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to shout out to an article that I haven't read completely yet, but there, <laughs> um, there's an article in Vulture that's an oral history of the Ruben Rabasa sketch. And it's an interview with Zach Cannon, Tim, a couple of the producers. Uh, so I started it, and that's where um, I, they were talking about, like, sort of the sketches that on SNL that they got started with. And there's one where Mike O'Brien apparently goes around trying to interview Bugs, and they keep running away from him, which I tried to watch, but I couldn't, like, there was, like, some sort of security permission thing with the SNL site. I want to oh. find it. But I, I'm because that was one of the first sketches that aired that was kind of you know that Zach and, and Tim contributed to. So Michael uh, Bryan is definitely definitely involved with those guys. 
And I love shout out to the John Tesh and uh, Dave Tesh sketch on yeah. the NBA theme song, which Round I had not ball seen. Rock. I had not seen it until today, and it it is it is very much on par with some. I think you should leave sketches, and I loved it. I loved it. When they have the little hammers. Yeah, then, <laughs> just the hammers that like all of a sudden break like coffee mugs, like all of those like picture frames. And then <laughs> Sudeikis tor- tries to torch his uh, keyboard with some gasoline. It- it's just it's it's very good. I highly recommend it to any fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So our our number six sketch. No, wait. Our number seven sketch of all time, which we both rated num- uh, in our number 10. We both rated exactly the same. And somehow you can both rate something 10th and it can be seventh because averaging is, is a weird thing. Sure. Um, is Babysitter. Okay. Uh, so holy shit. I watched it again the other night. Um, I've watched it a couple times this week. I, I just think it's aging really well. It's fantastic. Yep. Um, I'm just going to throw off from the start. The best part is they didn't need to do it at all. Yeah, that's true. If they just showed up late to a party, everyone would have been like, whatever. Completely unnecessary. Yeah, completely. It's a party. It wasn't like yeah. a sit-down dinner party. Um, I think that's amazing. Uh, and also hilarious is that Tim's character says at the beginning that he really likes Barry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah no, uh, I, I agree uh, talk to us about babysitter so a couple just subtle I, yeah i love the concept because there is that sort of politeness when you're um going to like an adult party i don't know you're right no one has to say anything but most people do because they just don't they, it, there's just like this faux politeness that everyone has to have and you come up with an excuse that's usually a lie um Sometimes, yes, a babysitter is a little late, and that's an easy one to go to. Um, but, yeah, very often in those scenarios, it's built on a lie. I think, you know, this is the best sketch as far as, like, someone kind of putting their foot in and going way too far and then just not giving up. Um, it, it's, yeah, Tim is just, like, out of his mind in this. I think subtle, like... I, I like the awkward stares he makes throughout the sketch. Like oh. just as a, as a physical, I, I don't want to say he like looks funny, but there's something about Tim's like demeanor and appearance that just, it adds an extra little oomph of comedy sometimes. And like, there's those times where the, the retaliation is not going well and he's just staring in the room thinking <laughs> about his next stop. And I just, it, they crack me up. Like just him staring, like yeah. thinking about when to swoop in. And then of they course the retaliation. Sh- yeah, yeah they shoot my him last... almost like a a lion trying to like yeah I know like, like he's preying like, on like an antelope or something. It's, and and then there's that whole joke about the lions. There is the joke about the lions like playing a like game. The animal, like the animal. Um, and I love that. Just the retaliation is like through the freaking roof. I mean, it's like so Barry, Barry asks him, Palm the dip. The dip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that like Barry was asking very reasonable questions. Um. I think he was willing to let it go just because I feel like he snuffed out that it was not a legitimate excuse. Uh, and the other people like really didn't, you know, they, they were like horrified, but then they were willing to let it go too. And then the consequences, first of all, I will fucking kill you. Then it's like, I'm going to like, uh, 
if you keep actually asking me questions, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. And then I'm going to embarrass you, Barry. Get ready to be embarrassed. Like that's, that's what he decided was the retaliation. And then just the plotting and the, you know, the ending of pushing him into the China cabinet is amazing. Like if I, you know, when, when COVID's done and I see you again, if you're standing in front of a China cabinet, like yeah. I can't, I can't promise I won't push you into it. I, just... I think I'm going to very deliberately make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the best part too is like he connects with his husband uh, or boyfriend right before. And you know, the boyfriend or husband or whoever the character is, is going to be like, wait, what are you talking about? But like, it just so happens that the timing is that Barry's there <laughs> like immediately. Um, and so there's no time for it to like for him to be talked down. But I mean, so this is catchphrase city. Like I'm just reading from my, um, I think you should leave book. Uh, Tim. Yeah. Fucking babysitter. Absolutely fucked us. I fucking hate her. Such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use, I'm, I'm going to use that line like all the time, um, all the time. It's it, it, so good. Um, yeah, no, we did, but it's okay. Cause the cops said that like, the people she hit are just kind of like nothing. So it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, yeah, those are like two of my favorites. I, I know there's a lot more um, in this one. Uh, Barry, Barry Parm the Dip is. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try to find the exact one. Oh, my God. Barry just palm the dip. He's trying to steal spinach, spinach dip. Barry is. Uh, so again like him doing like word repetition uh and just the concept of like somebody trying to steal dip like but just with, with their, their hand hands. with their hands <laughs> at his own party so, like he's the host of the party and it's like and then i love at that he's like oh my god you're going to tell on me like it was just like yeah like, like the fact he went like tattletale on it is like whatever and then he just storms off um and it, he like maybe would have got away with it if he hadn't. Yeah. Like he immediately goes to like, oh my god, yeah. Like you're gonna tell on me. Like it's like you weren't exactly called out by anyone else yet. I, I just um, I have to read. You read part of it, but the whole like just the way he tries to retreat from the hit and run, it just it blows my mind. Um, and I, I, I have <laughs> I, I type I type this out. You have a little book. Right. I, I transcribe it. Please read it. it. Yes. The cops said, like, the people she hit were just kind of nothing. They're just, like, not important. Like, they don't matter. Like, uh, there's no records of them. They're just, like, <laughs> nothing. They're not even supposed to be around in the area. Nothing. Bottom line is, no one is going to get in trouble. No one should feel sad at all. The cops are just like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Don't worry about it <laughs> at all. The cops aren't even going to follow up on it because the people are already dead. And then he's like, oh, my, oh my God, God, they're dead. And then he's like, uh, and then he was like, can we, I have to pull you aside. And he's like, if you keep talking about the hit and run, I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, the, <laughs> cops, the cops came. They said it's fine. They're not like real people, kind of. Which is like, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're committing to hit and run and the people are horrified, like, you would think like maybe you would go to like it was a minor injury. Oh, they just bumped right. some pedestrian. But no, you just go to the the unimportance of the people that were victims. Yeah, no, he's just a bad. It, he's like a bad liar, 
And yeah. <laughs> what it is, is like Barry is one of those kind of like unicorn people who like he actually cares and wants yeah, he cares. to like yeah like he's he's probably like a great friend and uh you know lo and behold it gets him the fucking china cabinet at the end of the night um yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, so. <laughs> i mean it works i mean he deserved it i i think he's a klutz you know he just <laughs> you know you're gonna fall in oh my record. god what a Very klutz <laughs> uh, uh yeah and it's and the yeah, scene it's like so like he's standing watching Barry and Alan, Alan, who's in this sketch and pink bag, one of the rare two oh, sketch totally people. Is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't realize that. Damn. Yeah, you're he right. says, uh, Hey honey, having fun? No, your freaking babysitter idea got me in trouble. Now I have to embarrass Barry. And Alan says, what? And he's like, hold on. He's by the China cabinet. And just fucking runs at him. <laughs> All right, Babysitter uh, is an amazing, amazing sketch. I think we'll see, but I think when we do our rankings again, I think I think this could stay right around where it is. Uh, yeah. I think you see it going down one or two. I agree. I think it's um, right. It's a right about. It's it's about perfect. Ten is probably where it's, it's where it started. I think it's probably where around where it ends for me. Yeah. All right. I love Babysitter. Um, love it. We are going to get into uh, when I originally did this. Uh, and I, I, I don't I don't think I'd put it there now. Um, but originally, Laser Spine Specialist was my favorite sketch. Wow. Yeah. Explain. I, I, I'm, I, like, I don't I, I love the sketch, too, but I'm just yeah. curious how you put it. Number one. All right. So um, I have always been a fan of. Um, I, I don't like extreme absurdist comedy, but I like a little splash of absurdity. Okay. Um, so this sketch is, although I do like some Eric Andre shit and that's extremely absurdist. Um, but yeah, it's this element where, uh, a solid 50% of this sketch looks exactly like an ad yeah, for a laser, <laughs> like, the actors in it are legitimately good in the way that you would want them to be um, for a laser clinic, a spine clinic. Yeah. Um, they ha It has all the beats of what a person with a spinal <laughs> injury would want back from their life. Yep. Yep. And then it just devolves into um, just the sketch with um, – Tim and Connor and uh, I'm gonna, I can't, can't remember the third man's name. I am all over him on Instagram because I think he's just like amazing in the sketch. The yeah. uh, second the older guy musician. The palm tree guy? Yeah. 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 And I, I, so I think everything that happens first with Tim's character with his son and with Danny Krause is like pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Like on yeah. any other show, it'd be one of the funniest moments. But yeah, I mean, once they go into Superstar Tracks records, I think it's just a hundred out of a hundred funny, um, and it it absolutely cracks me up. Um, I think his chemistry with Connor O'Malley, and you know, I, I think we forgot to mention it last episode. Um, we aren't sure Connor is back for season two based on the trailer 
but I think everything oh, else would sure suggest, yeah. yeah, that he definitely will be. I mean, it's almost like the only reason he wouldn't be back is if Connor, for some reason, was like, uh, you know, was like filming a movie in Malaysia or something yeah. when this was. Um, but yeah, I I think the the Super Star Trek records thing is just the funniest thing ever. Well, so what's interesting is I like the first half with Danny Krause and the Sun more Ooh. than more than Super Star Trek's records. I I like Super Star Trek's. Come here, you little fuck. Yeah, I know. I I love like I can lift my son over my head again, and there ain't shit he can do about it. Come here, you little fuck. Come on, I'm going to get you over my head like a big boy. He's been rude to me his whole life. Yeah, I know. It's like, and then I I can finally fight my wife's new husband, Danny Krause, the guy peering out the window. I think it's like, I I, I don't know. Those those floor me. I do like uh, Superstar Tracks records. I love that Conor O'Malley is pretty much breaking the whole sketch. Like, (laughs) I'm convinced. I'm convinced that that. That's how the real life Robbie Starr was. I, I think, like, the outtakes of that shot, of that sketch, the, the Robbie Starr sketch, are, are probably the best. Because they ended up using one where he's pretty much breaking, but barely holding it together. together. And you know that Your family so many- hates you! Yeah, your family hates you. Oh, Only yeah, I love you. I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that no, song I, is rocking, baby. Yeah, it's... I, I, look, it's good. I, I like it. I do like it a lot. Um... And there's some great lines in the part with Robbie Starr. Like, I listened to the record we made, and it sucks. Um, and then <laughs> we just need a couple no. more dollars to get this thing really popping off. And then uh, your family <laughs> hates you. We got to fly Jeff Chris down from Indiana to mix it professionally. I just got this new beat in, and it's totally in your Q zone. Um, and then he's like, it's not exactly in my two- Q zone, is it? And then it's like, it's also in Johnny's Q zone. He's like, don't give it to Johnny. Let me think about it for a minute. It's um, so good. Yeah, I know. It, it's very good. Um, I, I like it a lot. I think the songs are just ridiculously terrible. I love in the trailer, yeah. the first trailer for season two, they add a little more meat to both songs. Oh my God. The Palm Tree Girls, um, How Do I Get That Palm Tree Life, Coconut Pillow, Coconut Wife, Baby, 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 Palm Tree Life. Uh, great song great song i kind of wish they played the full version of it in the sketch he um, didn't trick me i am a star nobody <laughs> tricked me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's and then i love the concept of like just going back to the laser spine thing getting surgery just so you can like carry out revenge on your wife your ex-wife yeah. and why your else son. would you get it yeah I, I know exactly just like most people it's like it's so pleasant and it's like Oh, I can play tennis again. I could do my gardening again. It's like I can spin my wife again. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it, it's great that like you would get um the surgery just for spite and for revenge. I, I love that concept. Um I think more I think some of these companies like the laser spine companies would get more business if they pitched it to like more like just deadbeats who yeah. would oh, yeah. would probably cause yeah. some harm to society if they got the surgery, but it would drive like, up business. Can you not get on your Harley Davidson and <laughs> yeah. be all l- loud as fuck on the street while kids are yeah. trying to sleep? Try yeah, laser exactly. spine specialist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can you not uh, get on? Can you not get your boat into the water so you can drive your boat drunk? Try laser spine. Specialist. <laughs> yeah, anyway, exactly. uh, ha- if there was an uh, an Emmy for best non-speaking role 
under one half second. The guy who played Danny Kraus is going to get it, right? Oh, yeah. It's great. Danny Kraus, the level of suspicion and disgust he has for Tim, who, by the way, I mean, Tim's acting is phenomenal, but the goofy look on his face standing outside the house. Oh, my it's God. Just, it's so good. Like, he's so good at just playing, like, a dipshit and, like, like in the sketch with the baby shower um, where he looks like just a complete loser and he's got that long hair and the weird socks with his sandals. It's like he's so good at just looking like a lunatic and a loser. Um, in so many ways. Yeah. it's it, it, God. I, I would be, Tip. like, there are people that I would be awestruck and be unable to speak. I think it's, like, Tim Robinson, like, probably yeah. Barack Obama. Michelle yeah. Obama, I I, I wouldn't yeah. have anything to say. And then, I, fuck, I don't know, like Gandhi or something. I don't know somebody. I met Barack Obama. What? What? Yeah, when we were in college, Hyde Park Neighborhood Club, baby. Oh, you're dick. You're such a dick. I know. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just just some uh, a a big thing about the sketch is. I feel like Tim has this ability to make something out of nothing. So to take a line, actually, I won't say something out of nothing. He has a, a ability to make more out of something. So like he'll take a line that's funny and just, he delivers it in some sort of cartoonish way that yeah, it just cracks me up. So like, you know, um, you know, the line is you told me I could sing. I listened to the record we made and it sucks, but it's, you told me I could sing. I listened to the record we made, and it sucks. I know. Um, I know. He's so good I at gave that. you $10,000 to make me a star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played Mountain River Rock for my whole family, and they laughed at me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Your family hates you. Only I love you. And that song is rocking, baby. I think that's where he's breaking. We got to fly yeah. Jeff Chris down from Indiana to mix it professionally. By the way, <laughs> first, like, 70 times I watched this, I was like, I wonder who Jeff Chris is. Totally. Yeah, made up. I know. I know. I'm sure it's you. Up, yes. You listen to me. No more scamming adults <laughs> thinking they're stars. I was. I was like, I wonder if there's a um cut of that where he does every word, like, uh, with a pause. Yeah, I, I can see it. What the hell, Robbie? Where's my airplay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. He tricked me too. I believe his name's Anthony. Uh, I, my dream is to get him on the show next week. Uh, he didn't like. trick me. Um, yeah. Uh, and there's just something about sketch comedy. Like a lot of my favorite SNL sketches are advertisements. Um, yeah. And I, ads love, just I love the fake ads. Yeah. And, and then what's funny is there's really a tie-in where um, Detroiters was all fake ads. Yes. Yeah. Devereaux. They just make for great comedy. <laughs> they add with the guy i still think about this Devereaux. where they let the they let the security guard at the front desk um oh my talk God. to that dorky white dude and then the, him like the ad is him swinging like having one hand in his pocket and swinging his other arm and it becomes like a cult, <laughs> a cult phenomenon like yeah. that ad still like just floors me i think i need to watch like i i my buddy um who's really into i think you should leave uh, mm. And he's from the Detroit area. I was like, have you seen Detroiters? He's like, what's Detroiters? I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. And then, so I, uh, we should have him on the show because he's like a super fan yeah. of the show. He's Let's actually the guy, who, he's the guy who directed me to I Think You Should Leave for the first time. He's like, you got to watch this. Um, 
But yeah, I, I haven't heard from him in a couple days, but I, he was like, I'm watching it tonight. And Detroiters, fucking phenomenal. But yeah, I love the ads in yeah. Detroiters, like where it's like, not made from, definitely not made from dead dead humans or something like that. And she's like, why would you put that in there? And they'll be like, that's what people want to know. And then the scandal is like, she's making the wigs from dead humans. Devereaux. Devereaux. Um, um, yeah, it's great. I love ads. And I, I love Detroiters. Um, two last things from the sketch, uh, you little fuck, is um, <laughs> there's a cut scene with Ruben Rabasa. Um, I've probably watched that like twice. So once we get I've, done recording, I'm, I'm going to yeah, watch I've that again. Yeah, I've seen it once. What does he say again? What was his angle in it? No recollection, but um, well, let's, I mean, we'll talk about it on Instagram later. Sure. Um, also, uh, if, I mean, if anyone who listens to the show actually needs um, the help of laser spine specialist, the number is 888-555-SPYN. <laughs> I don't know. That makes me, that makes me laugh. I never caught that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, allegedly our show is named for um, a sketch, which with, 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 uh, which you rated much higher than I did. Um, what? But what did what did you put it at? I I put it at fourteen. But again, this is oh. I think you should leave. That's like being the fourteenth best like NBA player of all time. They're all good. You know what I mean? Oh, it's um, higher than that. And I think no, it, it might be I, like my I, number two now. I, I mean, it's it's up there, dude. But our our number five uh, sketch is chunky. Um. <sighs> Which I just want to throw out. I think Chunky is very loosely based on the show, a show I loved as probably like a ten-year-old, uh, which was uh, Press Your Luck. Yeah, with the noise uh, or with, with the uh, with the whammy. The whammy, yeah, yeah, the whammy. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I don't know if you know about the. I think it was eventually the downfall of the show, but a guy memorized all the patterns. Oh, <laughs> and he just made like an ungodly amount of money um although i think they wouldn't even let him come back for the next episode which seems kind of shady that's very shady um dan vega yeah can you know i i need to take the mic i i have a lot of thoughts it. on why it's better than you i'll take a back before. seat here no it so, is it is i'm yeah. i'm reformed so I love game shows and I love old game shows. I love um, the Whammy show, uh, Press Your Luck. I watched it a ton. Um, I love the concept of the, sh- the sketch, the execution of the sketch. I loved Dan, uh, once again, Tim Robinson acting as Dan Vega. His rage. His es- escalating rage. Just the frustration, the <laughs> like, you know, you had all summer to work on this. Like, I just <laughs> love it. Um, I and I love a lot of little details about it. So I love the name Dan Vega. I love that the board has Trosper Co. at the top, like it's sponsored by some company. I, I love the that. I love the questions that are asked, like this red condiment can be put on hamburgers, which is just like I mean that's what <laughs> that's what game shows are. I mean I love Family Feud with like um, Steve Harvey, and it's just like it's like you know sexual innuendos and just like basic knowledge shit like that. I love the randomness of the chunky board where like, you know, he's like second row, third down. He's like, that's a chunky. You know, I love that. Um, Tim's acting, the frustration and rage are great. Chunky 
as a character is phenomenal. His entrance dance, the fact that he doesn't have a purpose, um, the fact that he's like improving, like what to do when he's supposed to gobble up your points. Andy Samberg is a great straight guy. And I love the way they end it where he's just like, yeah, dump it. Like, it's just kind of like, it's like kind of like the baby of the year where it's like, this guy has like a, an idea for a show. And then it's just like, it's just not working out. And he's like, fuck it, just dump it, just dump it. Play the music, we're done, we're done, okay. we're out of this. Just like, give up on it. Um, which is actually a theme in a lot of sketches where like, you know, like the baby shower, he gives up on his mob movie. It's just like these like kind of like dipshits who have an idea and then it's like kind of <laughs> half-baked and then it doesn't work out at all. And then they just uh, are like, fuck it, fuck it, just give up, I'm done. Yeah. You know, no mob movie. And then the quotes, which I'll get to, I mean... Like, yeah, his interaction with the Chunky mascot are so good. I mean, like, it's I, amazing. Like, I love it. I love just, I, I love the idea of, like, a mascot on a game show that doesn't really, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't have a purpose. He doesn't have, like, a little joke that's going to catch on. It's just, like, he's there, and it, it, he hasn't been thought out. I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, so amazing and i just want to throw out there's um a show i haven't watched in a long time um and i don't even think i made it till the end but uh i used to watch the new girl here and there yeah i've watched a couple episodes but not that much there's some amazing stuff in there but one of the funniest premises is one of the characters is horrible at pranks in that he either um doesn't go far enough or he goes way too far <laughs> I, i'm, I'm uh, sold yeah it's this character winston i don't know the actor's name who plays him but he's really funny um and and that's the whole thing with chunky is because he doesn't know what he's doing every time he comes out he kind of like is just either standing there or or <laughs> um holding a laptop or a hat and then he doesn't know where the the medium is and he just goes way too hard in like destroying the laptop physically assaulting <laughs> uh paul who is andy sandberg's character um and it's just incredibly well done and again like this sketch is just driven by the rage of yeah. tim robinson yeah it's i mean some of this get like where he's like you know it, it builds too and it's like what the hell are you doing chunky you can't wreck a shirt you have to figure out what Chunky does before you come out here. Like, it's just like, he's like uh, and then it just goes from there. And then the swearing, he's like, don't swear. Oh my God. What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? <laughs> um, and then if you notice like the rest of the sketch, Dan Vega, um, he says like frick and freaking a lot. Like he is avoiding swearing to try to save the show. Um and I just thought that was a nice subtle detail that I was like, oh, yeah, he's trying to keep the, like, don't break his freaking laptop. And then I love the exchange where it's like, you, Andy's like, you got to pay for that. And he's like, I don't. And like Dan Vega is like <laughs> trying to avoid like responsibility for what Chunky did to the laptop. Oh, um, man. And figure out what you do. I, I, you, you sent this in a text message to me before we did the podcast, like or before we thought of it. And I, I think about figure out what you do it, all the time. Because it's like, you just encounter like incompetent people like in your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And it's like, just like figure out what you do. Like just do something. 
do do something have a purpose like execute on this basic task and it's like um yeah it's great and knowing like zach is in the um chunky costume really adds a layer to me for some reason i don't know why but um i i really like like their relationship and um yeah it's oh god it's so good i think if they know what chunky does this show works like you don't need to have a lot for a functional game show i mean it might not be the best but it's just like there's this beginning where it's like "Uh uh-oh chunky is here he's gobbling up your points and it's like uh oh okay what what are you gonna do with what's the plan he's eating your points or like he has no idea what's going on and then it eventually yeah devolves into don't swear (laughs) there's also the line oh go ahead I was going to say, don't talk. The mouth on the thing doesn't move. It looks fake. I know where all the little things are. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Oh, Frick. What do you, what's this? A bag? What the hell? That's my backpack. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the, so first of all, I I think Dan Vega sets up Chunky to fail because he says, Chunky eats your points and gets very mad. And then I think Chunky just doesn't have the anger to work with that. So then he like wrecks Paul's shirt and like puts him in like a headlock and then decides to break his laptop. It's just, it's Chunky doesn't have the the facilities to, to act out the role and he's just left out there. And he, and then Dan Vega just gets frustrated with him. Um, God, I love, I, I love it. I, I mean, it's just, I, like these, a lot of game shows are kind of dumb, and I I will watch them like a lot, you know, just sort of mindlessly. I would love to encounter a game show where like, um, just things go completely wrong, and it's just poorly conceived and poorly executed. That would yeah, that, that would, would make be, it. Be that would be great. Amazing. Yeah, um, I would um love to buy the chunky costume. Yeah, I would pay money for the chunky costume. It would be my Halloween fun. costume every year. Um, it's worth it, like a billion dollars, maybe. Probably a billion dollars. Um, yeah, I would buy it. I mean, it's got to be out there somewhere. I mean, we're, we talked about how we both want to get the TC Tuggers shirts. Uh, <laughs> the chunky would be like the crown jewel. I feel like John Oliver's show would buy like something like the chunky costume, just to so. like. Just for the joke, yeah. When we're like seventy years old, they're gonna be like uh, watching like American Pickers. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be in some shed in like Van Nuys, California. Yeah, uh, they're gonna be like Hollywood used to be head of the movie industry before moving to Vancouver. Um, <laughs> we found this weird red stuffed costume. Um, anyway, that'll be the day. Uh, uh, you didn't. You didn't even turn it over. I came up with this game. I know what all the little things are. Oh God, what is it? What are you doing with the bag, Chunky? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this is my number. I, 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 I'm gonna re-rank everything. I think it's Baby of the Year one, Chunky two. Um, I no, just, focus I guess, group has focus group no, has to go above. No, nope, 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 nope. 
I, I think focus groups maybe top seven. It just doesn't bring me the joy mm. that Chunky does. I, I just I think, think yeah. I think focus so, group is my one now. Okay, that that's completely respectful. I agree with you. I mean, I, I is just Ruben yeah, Rabasa. Yeah, he's great. I mean, it's like I've been in a focus group. I don't want to stomp over our coverage of that. Oh yeah, bit. yeah. We we shouldn't do it because I want right, to talk right, about stop. it now. All right, stop. Stop. Um, okay, forget it. Forget it. Uh, what's dump um, it dump it dump it i know where all i know where all the little things are um there was a sketch i'm sorry not a sketch i keep saying sketch because of i think you should leave um there was a post on reddit that was about uh connections between detroiters and i think you should leave and detroiters oh. is was almost like um I don't know. This is like this Tim Robinson world. Um, so AJP12290. I'm going to guess that's someone's zip code and zip initials. Code. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Groove was wearing a Stanzo fedora. Oh. I don't know if that's official, but okay. interesting angle. Uh, Imposter Oak said uh, there, when, when there's the episode where he's following the clown around at the party. Yeah, yeah. At one point, oh. Tim says, "Is that the joke?" Oh, mm, okay. Also repeated. Okay. okay. Uh, D. Hayes says, um, "There's a reference to a former client of the agency on Detroiters whose kid watches Homegrown Simpson stuff." Oh, okay. Okay. I'm taking this all from the word of the Reddit users because I don't remember all of this. Um, I remember is that the joke because yeah I love that episode because it was the the hustle episode the dad's birthday and then Tim becomes obsessed with that clown doing some bit and then the clown ultimately does a bit uh, which I I love I love the the sort of yeah it was great but I kind of remember the is that the joke I do not remember homegrown Simpson stuff from it though me me neither Um, and also um, jaundice Griffin makes the connection that there's the episode where his leather jacket stinks. Okay. Okay. Which is kind of like the stanzas. Yeah. The stanzas. Smelling like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Who who took my cigar? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to a random person on Twitter today. Cause there was a, uh, there's a prequel to the Sopranos coming out and, and someone um, took the trailer from it. And it, um, spliced in the "Who Took My Cigars" bit from Tim, <laughs> and, it, and it was it was very very well done, very well done. Um, oh man, um, I love the community surrounding the show. It's no, like, I, I seriously do. Every, Please every, invite us yeah, to the convention. And, yeah, there should be a convention where we all get together. I just, I mean, every day I get at least like three jokes. A lot of like Swayze and our our boy James. Um, oh yeah, just dumping content left and right. Um, <laughs> just dump it. Just dump it. Um, I I just get a chuckle and a, just joy from just random stuff like that. Go back to the show. That go to the trailer. It's great. It's great. All right. So um, we have the sketch we talked to Mark about today. Has this ever happened to you? Is locked in at number three. Okay. Um, but uh, we will discuss our one, two, and four on our 
um, last episode before season two. Um, and those last three sketches are gift receipt, focus group, and baby of the year. Okay. Um, and then uh, we are planning on the day that um, season two drops. We're going to have an episode where we just kind of, we'll probably do our quick reactions to like, we'll probably do episode one first and then continue with it. I know most people who listen to our podcast um, are going to probably watch the entire season two in one day. I would um, imagine. You, you and I have the children, so I don't. It, I, I'll make time for it. I have a work obligation yeah. earlier that day, which I'm upset about. But um, yeah, no, we will. I, I'm probably going to get through the whole season that day, but I don't know yeah. if I'm ready. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out how we're going to cover it um but yeah it's a challenge of uh i mean that's like the challenge of netflix is like what's the best way to really digest a season like a season of something great like it's really easy to binge something that's like fine yeah Um, i agree but i i know when i watched season one of i think you should leave i had no um understanding of like how good it was or like the impact it would have on me yeah i think it's gonna be like kind of a random like um you know it's gonna be i i think they're in the trailer there are things that have already floored me and i'm really excited to see where (laughs) this come from but i think it's like i'm gonna need multiple watches to get it and you know like it yeah I, i have full confidence after watching the trailer that they're gonna deliver in season two and the question is, is it going to be initial watch? Is it going to be watch number 500 or watch number 1,000? I don't know. Jury's out. I'm, I'm just more thinking about season three right now. Yeah, we should start like a season three, like, you know, yeah. just prognostication of everything. Let's do it. All right. So uh, we are running out of time. Uh, and this is us signing off. That's a chunky podcast. Uh, and we're going to sign out, I think, with some... Uh, Denim Boys Band. Yes. All right. All right. I don't want Bluetooth. I don't want voice activated lights. I don't want satellite radio. I don't want extra cup holders. All I want is a good Oh,
their money, the bones are 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 their money. for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Priceline. 